This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Plain Jane, Jackie Jane, Richard Millie. You gonna be the one, bust it down, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Diamonds in the face, crushed up, I can see it. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. You think I can lift 200 pounds? And the amazing Chris Randazzo. No. <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This week was my pick. I chose uh, Watchmen, season one, episode one. Uh, the title is It's Summer and We Are Running Out of Ice. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Suggest a show. We will watch it. Um, For the record, I wasn't responding to her quote. I was doing the Rorschach. No. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I didn't know that her quote was going to be something that no would be a legitimate answer to. <laughs> yeah, it, that's very true. It is legitimate that you're like, no, because who was that? I don't know, but Louis Gossett Jr. I just looked it up. I didn't think he could lift that much. Apparently, I was wrong. And well, I mean, I don't know that he didn't have help. Maybe he has powers. It's a comic book show. It's, it's true. true. He could have powers, or he could have had help. You know, we don't know. He's <laughs> or he didn't have anything to do with it, and he was just br- bringing just around there to, be to show just in the and... right spot at the right time. Right? <laughs> no. He was under the tree, just watching it happen. And then she shows him. He's like, "Sup? Do you know this asshole? Because uh, he did." <laughs> Or he could have, like, be an outside third party who wanted to bring her attention to the situation and wanted to draw her attention to him beforehand because he knew it was going to happen and be like, hey, just so you know, you can see me now and there's no way I could do what you might think I was going to do later. Okay, yeah. I'm not explaining that very well. There's a lot of options here. (laughs) So, um... I went into this episode blind. I had I just heard very minimal about this show. Like I didn't hear rave reviews. I didn't hear horrible reviews. Like it was just a show that was out. I and heard rave reviews. Did you? Okay, I did because I I I watched it. I enjoyed it. I, did I'm, you watch more than just the first episode? No, I did not. Okay, I was neither. Okay. Uh, although my mom, um, my mom has, and she has spoiled a few things for me. So okay, I am way to go, mom. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to figure out why, outside of the the character representations, like you know Rorschach and whatnot, like why they chose to set this in the Watchmen universe. Uh, I know something about this. Oh, go. Um, I normally d- try not to listen to any. Uh, podcasts about uh, a show we're going to discuss okay. until after we have our podcast because I want to go in unbiased. But this other show I listened to did a sneaky thing where it wasn't their main topic. It was a side topic. Ooh, mm. Sneaky. So, um, but they are the type of show that are, you know, all professional and whatnot. So they got screeners 
So they had seen six episodes and they said it took three episodes for them to really see where the show was going and full six episodes to be like, oh, now I understand why this is a Watchmen thing. Okay. So it's just taking its time to get there, which is a choice, especially for a show that is released weekly instead of dumped all at once. Right. That was another surprise. I I was just kind of looking at it like um, I th- I thought it was just interesting like oh this is this is what the world looks like post Watchmen and that was really interesting for me to see especially since it seems to be very specifically post Watchmen comic and not post Watchmen Zack Snyder movie since it so did what did you squids. pick up comic wise it was raining squids okay good that's I, I when that happened Angela and I were sitting there watching it and. It started. It did that whole scene, and it rained, and I, and I was like, "Are those are those um, leeches?" Yeah, I was like, "Are those like snails or something?" Like, what the heck is that? And then when it was squids, I was like, "Oh, so this is not Zack Snyder movie. This is you know, comic book." All right, and that's really the 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 main difference in the comic and the movie is the bad guy, like what, uh, what everybody is pitted against. Yeah, not I mean, it's the still like the Oz- same. <laughs> Ozymandias still did, you know, what he did, and uh, Doctor Manhattan still took the fall for it. But uh, it was, you know, as opposed it to was, so it for was those who bombs read or something comic, instead of squids. As opposed to for those who haven't read the comic and have only seen the movie, in the movie, everybody joins forces to fight Doctor Manhattan because he is a supreme being, and in the comic, everybody joins together to fight this giant squid. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, Dr. Manhattan, he's not actually the bad guy. He took the fall because that's what needed to happen or something. Right. Something like that. You know, that's what made it, like, okay. I don't remember. It was weird. It was It was, It was. was a strange take, but it was... Well, I, you know, don't, I don't think... It made a degree of sense yeah, because... The movie would have worked if it was a giant squid monster. I don't know. Having seen it raining squids in this TV show, now I'm like, well, maybe it would have because... Oh, why not? Well, there's no explanation for it. Yeah. It just happened, and we're like, okay. (laughs) Sure, in this universe, it rains squid every once in a while. Um, Visually, this show is... is, Okay. It's it's pretty. The sets, the, 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 the visualization of a lot of different mindsets. Like, um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. The angst in which everybody is going through is visually portrayed stunningly. The racism, the 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 sheer power that these non super superheroes have, like they're they're doing some really good visual storytelling in this, which is great because the story. I I think you and I differ on the storytelling from the comic, Chris. But the story itself is actually really well done. So I'm glad to see that they actually took the time to make it look pretty as well as give us somewhat, so far, a good story. I don't know 100% where it's going, but like it's a, I don't want to say a great story, but it's it's a relatable story for the times now. It's certainly very interesting. Um. Like I, I didn't 
like I said, I had no idea what I was going into. When when this first started, like when the episode first started, I was like, whoa, they are not pulling any punches at all. Some of the ch- shit that they put on that screen, I was like, woof, that's there is a line that they chose to step on. Damn. It's not TV. It's HBO. It's true. Um, Karen. Yeah. So I don't. Do you have any experience with this I, property? I've, I've seen the movie. Uh huh. I don't really remember it. Okay. Which Chris laughed at. He's like, "That's Zack Snyder for you." <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> and I have not read the comic. Okay. Uh, I remember, I guess, liking the movie to a degree, like as a not initiated initiated person. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, this is an okay, cool thing." It's a comic book. Yeah. I know that the comic is I like. like it too supposedly legendary and i just you know i'm not a comics person so i haven't read it don't at me hey i hate the comic so there you go (laughs) i read that thing cover to cover and it was a freaking slog almost the entire time i hated it Um, but i thought the show was very very cool uh i liked a lot of what it did with these racial issues um yeah i was very impressed with like they were going ham like like you said they weren't pulling any punches yeah it was uh, pretty freaky, um, but I love Sister Knight. Mm-hmm. I want to be her when I grow up. I definitely want her bed gun. So that was the scene <laughs> that sold me. I thought she was a badass throughout the entirety of the show, but when she gets that phone call and she doesn't miss a beat, she lays down and pops that door, pulls out her shotgun. I was like, there we go. That's a, that's a win move right there. I saw her get into the bed. I'm like, what is she taking? Is a- she oh, hiding? Oh. <laughs> what, what's going on? Oh, she's got a, a very large gun in that be- in that. Yeah, that, I feel like that could go dramatically wrong. But, uh, you know, good I'm for sure her. there's a safety on it in some way, shape, or form. I mean, really, if anyone can pull it off, and I'm sure it is that family, <laughs> can very easily uh, handle their weapons. The The racial aspect of this show... Um, is very heavy. The, the 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 slaughter in the very beginning, which I like, I didn't really pay attention, unfortunately, to the timestamp that it gave at the beginning. I want to say it was in the thirties. I think nineteen twenty-one. Okay, so it was in the twenties. <clears throat> All of that horrible slaughter, and then that that final scene of that uh, little little African American boy holding the the baby it's like holy holy crap yeah it was it's brutal and to see that all come full circle with the final scene of this episode i want to know how that little boy got from point a to point z sitting in that wheelchair and i'm assuming that they're the same person because of that note Uh uh-huh how that came to be. I also would like very much to know that because it is very interesting. The only reason we didn't forge ahead and find, uh, hopefully find out more in the next episode is that we didn't want to muddle (laughs) our details for the discussion. Exactly. uh, Exactly. Like this is this, there is a lot to unpack in this, in this episode. Like you have to watch it. This is not a, a, like a, a casual watch. (laughs) There's a lot going on. I'm having the worst luck with stitching shows lately between this and Jack Ryan, which is half action sequences and half subtitles. <laughs> like, son of a bitch, I can't get anything done. I have noticed that I have made it through most of the CW universe without watching it because I've oh, been, yeah. like, I've been, you know, 
organizing comics or just you know half-minded paying attention and i'm i'm caught up like I, that works for those shows because there's so much like i know exactly what this scene is i don't actually i I've just i don't actually three need to hear the words ago. yeah <laughs> okay this is this scene now all right i'm good and it's not like it's bad it's it's very predictable it is what it is and all the the big beats are telegraphed a mile away so you can be like oh okay so this is the this is the the scene i need to watch for a few seconds and you know that's a really good point that you bring up not much of this show was telegraphed no, I really I, had no idea, even you know, knowing what I'd, like, having read the comics and seen the movie several times, I, I rather liked a lot of that movie. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I really didn't know what to expect, but I did find it all very interesting, uh, especially, like, I'm not, I'm not the Watchmen expert, but I'm, I feel fairly confident that this Rorschach gang is, like, I'm pretty sure Rorschach would hate these people. Yeah, and that's the feeling. I think they're just taking a a symbol and yeah, like they're taking, bastardizing it, it. Yeah, they're really just. And I, I think that's a really interesting take because when I saw the trailers for this, it's like, oh, there's like an army of Rorschachs. This is this is an interesting uh, direction to take. I'm sure that's going to make for some really uh, fascinating people. But it's like, no, these people are. These people are doing it wrong. They're bastardizing what this character believed in, and that's kind of gross and really unexpected. And so, really interesting. Yeah, really interesting. And I love that the cop floaty thing was like, like there's no mention of Night Owl in this in in this episode except for that cop floaty thing was well, totally Night Owl's ride. Was the, there was an animated thing that happened? Oh, that's right. There was like a little the TV uh, show, that Watchmen they were TV show cartoon. Yeah, there was a shadow of a Night Owl there. That's a good point. But that, but, but that's the thing. they had that. all the characters from Watchmen in that. That I was think. the only reference to outside of Rorschach. That was the only reference to Watchmen. No, there was um, Dr. Manhattan on Mars rebuilding oh, things. Oh, that's right. Building the sandcastles. And the thing that I got, I don't know if it's necessarily a spoiler. It's not going to ruin anything for anybody. But um, Jeremy Irons is Ozymandias. Really? Yep. In this in this show? In this show. That's that's old Ozymandias. Did, how do you know that? Uh, well, my mom said it that uh, she was like, Son "Oh, he's got he's some dude with a weird name," and then you just look him up on IMDb. That's what he's listed as. Well, I'm I. It's Adrian. I don't I don't know his real Adrian Veidt. Yeah, I didn't know that was Osmandius. Yeah, that I was Osmandius in the the see, comic. That's movie. how long it's been. <laughs> Good goddamn. Yeah, that was a weird scene in itself as well. It was quite weird. She also said a few other things about that that's going to spoil a joke, which I was like, come on, Mom, why, why'd you do that to me? Uh, so I'm not going to say that, but oh. uh, they, those, there's, there's more of him and those characters that he's with that are very strange. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't at one point sure if those people were like people. Like, I thought they I thought were robots. Maybe they were robots. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I'm not the only yeah, one who no, thought I that. I definitely got a robot feel from them. <laughs> I got a... I got a, uh, a a kind of a different feel uh, for them, and I won't tell you whether or not I was right, but the feel that I got for them was uh, multiplicity. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Some degraded clones. 
<laughs> that's kind of what I thought of. Like, I because I just knowing Ozymandias and the kind of like genetic stuff he futzed around with with those like super rad cats that he was hanging out with and like i bet these are clones of clones of clones of clones of clones and they're just stupid so, you know what happens we ate a make... dolphin <laughs> you make a copy of a copy it just gets worse and worse um so what how okay the everything that happened in this episode i understood I knew what I was pretty much supposed to feel, and I was in line with it. The only hitch to that was the Don Johnson character. I didn't know if I was supposed to root for him, if I was supposed to be upset at his demise. I really, like... The dude who got hanged at the end? Yeah. That's that's Don Johnson of Miami Vice fame. Um... (laughs) He you didn't recognize him because he wasn't wearing a blazer with the sleeves pushed up. Very true. I don't know. Vi- I'm sorry. I don't know Miami Vice. I <sighs> well, it's no. a good joke. Oh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> but he led the police force. Okay. And said a very inspirational speech to them. Got them all going. Was out there trying to protect them. Um, blew some coke. Sang to his family shot down a plane of racists and then ended up hung in a tree. Like it was a roller coaster ride with this guy. What a day to be him. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, was literally he was on the same day. <laughs> he was a watchman character. They were all like effectively good guys, but they're all pretty flawed. So I think ultimately you are supposed to root for him. You were supposed to root for him, but also know that he's not perfect like nobody in the Watchmen universe is perfect okay all right Uh, I um when they got to the end and they they ran the song from Oklahoma over the over the final scene and I was like oh I was mad at myself that I didn't pick up on where the title came from because I do know Oklahoma oh okay (laughs) it's like I was like they waited till the end for the title (laughs) (laughs) I just I don't know Oklahoma so even when you said it, I was like, that is a weird title. You're right. And then as soon as I heard it sung and, you know, in the context of them having seen Oklahoma earlier in the episode, I was like, oh, fuck. Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I know that earlier? I, this. OK, so this is one of the first shows in a, in a long time for me that I forcefully did not watch the next episode. I, I wanted to. And because so much happened and there were so many thoughts that I I wanted to discuss for this episode, I you just like you said, I didn't want to, to, to muddy it up because I may get more answers in the next episode. I am really pleasantly surprised at how, how much I enjoyed this. And yeah, me too. I did not expect to like it very much because I was just, you know, how much Alan Moore has been so anti anything else that has anything to do with Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before Watchmen, I didn't read any before Watchmen, but I heard pretty mixed reviews about it. And you mean the, um, the comic, before- the comic books before Watchmen? Right. Yeah. And I, I heard some of that stuff was pretty good. And I know that they're doing a whole integrating Watchmen into the you know, DC universe proper 
mm-hmm. these days, uh, and I'm sure he hates that too. And so making a legitimate sequel series to it, which I was surprised to find out that's what it was too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when we learned the news, it's like, well, wait a minute, how is this Watchmen? Like, I still don't think it should just be called Watchmen because it's kind of misleading because it's like call. I mean, it's like calling the sequel to Ram uh, First Blood first blood you know it's like calling i don't know rocky to rocky okay yeah again like there was no subtitle no nothing like give me give me something here give me some sort of delineation if you're going to maintain this continuity and that's what it's doing it's it's maintaining continuity and i love aftermath stories you know i I am always interested in finding out what happens next, especially when the, when the story ends in some sort of apocalypse. Like, I'm I'm still pissed that I haven't seen the sequel to Independence Day, just because I want to see what Earth looks like after Independence Day. You know, so seeing this whole show is based on well, what does the world look like? Which was already weird to begin with in Watchmen. What does it look like after all that shit happened? You know, what does it look like? And one of the things that was kind of interesting about Watchmen to begin with was that it was in in and of itself an aftermath. You know, right. it was the story of the you know the second generation of Watchmen characters. So I don't well, know. Another thing about the Watchmen, the original Watchmen story was, in essence, the bad guy won. He got what he wanted. As uh, that being Osmandias, he, he he his plan came to fruition. Yes. And that's a rarity in in especially American cinema where the bad guy wins. This show in essence shows what comes of his plan. And what we're seeing is racism, cops being afraid for their cops being so afraid for their lives that they are wearing masks. And like just to cover up the lower ha- like the opposite of a domino mask. And that sets the tone. Like, that's how this the show starts, is, a, is a, a routine traffic stop and a cop wandering up with this yellow bandana, if you will, around his, his nose and mouth. So you can't see who he is. And the tension is already set because within, I don't know, four minutes, that cop is dead. But you see what the cop has to go through to get his gun. Because he has to answer a bunch of questions before mm-hmm. his, I, I guess. They don't let them they, like, have they their have weapons. They, yeah, their weapons have to be unlocked, which is like wacky. And well, he wasn't dead. He was shot. Oh, that's right. He didn't, he didn't die. die. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was shot repeatedly. Um, and then accosted with a head of romaine lettuce. Yes. Uh, can I Truly. rewind a second? Go ahead. You just mentioned a sequel to Independence Day. Did they really make that, or did I hallucinate that? No, they did. No, they really made that. And, and we, we never wa- watched it. We never watched it. We wanted to go see it, and then we heard it was pretty mediocre. And then I forgot it happened, yeah. and then and and then just now I was like, wait, is that real, or did I make that up? I feel like there might <laughs> okay, even be you a were. third one, but I'm not... A hundred percent on that one. All right, we need to watch no, that there's, shit. There's not a third one. Yeah, and and I heard that the second one was, it just didn't capture the same feeling of fun. Well, there was no Will Smith in it. Yeah, but there was Jeff Goldblum in it, and it wasn't. It was. I don't know. For everything I've heard, is that it took itself a bit more seriously than the original one did. Which, come on, man, is a mistake. That's not what Huge we're here mistake. for. Mistake. That's not what we're here for. It's like Julia Roberts in that Beverly Hills store. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> So, in closing, I want to mention two of my favorite parts of this episode. 
first when Don Johnson character is getting dressed and he's talking with uh, the character's name is Looking Glass and he's tying yes. his tie and he tells him to pull down his mask so he can use it as a mirror. That made me laugh. That whole mask was really like that effect was really crazy, especially when he was interrogating that guy. And yes, that whole interrogation oh. scene was bananas. And what the fuck, Tim Blake Nelson? How come I never recognize you? <laughs> He's a man of many faces with the same face. And uh, then every time I realize it's him, I go uh, the do the the thing from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Yeah. <laughs> do not seek the treasure. Okay. I also have a question. What was with the dude? Okay, so. There were a number of costumed people, okay? Sister Knight, being the lead of this show, put together costume, looked badass. Even the Russian dude, I, something red or red scare, he was sort of frumpy, but he had a theme going. What was with the dude with the panda head? I don't know, but that's his name, Panda. And... It was so shoddy. Like, it wasn't even clean. I feel uh, yeah, like in this it. universe, it's like you are supposed to wear a mask if you're a cop, and they give you a standard issue mask, and it's not the one you have to wear. If you want to make your own, you can. Yeah, there's no guidelines. <laughs> and that guy was a big fan of Cifflinelli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the panda. <laughs> I'm the panda. I know all the sorts of things. The panda has a very lot of interesting qualities. <laughs> That's, so, that's probably it. He probably has a very lot of interesting qualities. I mean, I'm sure that he does. <laughs> I'm happy I, I I picked it. Guys, did you just, in closing, did you enjoy it? I loved it. Definitely can't wait to watch more of it. But unfortunately, we're in the middle of now three new things, right? We got Jack Ryan, we got this, and we got his Dark Materials. And I'm totally oh, into fuck, all three of them. Yes. Now, Jack Ryan, is that... Weekly? Amazon Prime, yeah. Uh, no, okay. that's nah, that, that's, that, that's all okay. all there. Because the other two are weekly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I am doing my due diligence to get caught up with all of the CW-verse because I am so jazzed about this crisis. Um, but I definitely will make the time for this because like, I very, very rarely watch something weekly and this is this this is it did a pilot episode correctly that it made me want to watch episode two immediately so thumbs up over here so good stuff yeah i'm pretty pretty pleased the, Cool man good pick yeah. way to go and also you know just big thumbs up to hbo like for some really quality post game of thrones content yeah i mean we like we forget but HBO has been doing quality content for a while. Oh, they definitely have. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's just I didn't like, forget. Yeah, I didn't forget. It's just that was that was the narrative mm -hmm. after Game of Thrones was gone. Like, oh man, Game of Thrones is over. HBO is in real trouble. Um, which, you know, to an extent, you can see where that comes yeah, from with uh, with how much other stuff is on. You know, some of the best shows are on Netflix. Like HBO has a lot of competition now there's yeah. a long time where you'd go to the the award shows and just be like well hbo is taking them all kinds of shit because hbo is the only not network isn't the right word but hbo is the only thing that's doing this kind of stuff because everything else is on network television and it can't 
do the same thing. But well, now HBO isn't alone, but they're still, you know, they're still ripping it. They're still coming up with some really good stuff. Because I also really enjoyed his dark materials. The thing about cool. um, shows that come out week to week is like I sometimes, especially when they're big like this, I get uh, anxious about like not being current on them because I can go, you know, I I can't not be on the internet basically, mm-hmm. and so I can't avoid spoilers, which I do personally feel it's my personal responsibility to do. It's not the internet's responsibility right. to not talk about things, but uh, I don't feel like that's a problem right now because of how much shit is coming out specifically now it's It's like this started now his dark material started now apple tv plus just started disney plus just started. like there's so much shit to do right now like way more than normally (laughs) so like i I don't feel like everybody's talking about the same thing right now that's a very good point like everybody's talking about a lot of stuff but not everybody's talking like all I is through all of this stuff. The only thing that's happening in any of my news feeds is, boy, this new Pokemon game is going to be terrible. <laughs> well, you want like Hell it's of a news still feed. <laughs> it's still not the Star Wars fandom as far as like just being the absolute worst, but it's getting pretty close. Like because I don't have a, I don't have a horse at that race, so I'm just watching the Pokemon community just eat itself alive. Just horrible horrible people saying horrible things well, but it's still got nothing on star wars <laughs> got nothing on because like it's, it's nothing compared to the fandom menace yeah exactly because the fandom menace is about you know really just misogynist bullshit and uh the this pokemon stuff is just like well i don't like what they did to this game uh <laughs> it has nothing to do with uh isn't pokemon is, is pokemon still considered a, a kid's game uh yeah okay. yeah pretty much. All right. There is a competitive community, so <laughs> you know a competitive Pokemon community. There are adults who compete in professional, officially sanctioned Pokemon tournaments, so that's a thing. Oh. <sighs> All right, and on that note, we're gonna take a break because that just like mind blown. Competitive Pokemon. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some news. <laughs> Stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food, mukbang, right there? Twitch.tv 
slash Geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. Uh, we got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And if you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know, we really do appreciate it. Trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlor Global to a house near you. Maybe even your house. So guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay Vestly. Keep playing games. Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out the commercials. Let's talk some news. First up from Variety.com, Jensen Eccles on directing his final Supernatural episode, and he's bringing his music into the show. Now, I'm all sorts of happy that he is, you know, doing another episode and and that he's bringing, you know, a little bit of his own into it and then i watched a video of him performing and i'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet what the music yes yeah because it's as if he does his music for the show yep like it's meant like it's right there um he's he's directed what is it six episodes so far is this is his sixth and it's I like none of his episodes have stood out to me as oh that was uh, no and there's I can't even think of an episode of Supernatural I was like oh no that's a skipper but I'm you know if if he's got the vehicle to do it go ahead have a blast get your music out there say goodbye to the fans the the part about this article that I want to see is. They were talking at the very end of it about the idea they've been kicking around for a year and a half mm-hmm. about the one-off. I want to see what that episode is. That's the one I want to happen, but it probably won't because they're jam-packing this season with all stuff and blah 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 blah. And didn't he say something about like oh, we're gonna? Oh yeah, maybe we'll save it for the reboot. Yeah, like, which playing oh. tiddlywinks with my heart there, Jensen. <laughs> talking about a reboot before it's actually done that's a good game to play that's like that's right you you know what your fans want a reboot before it's over nice so yeah i i'm going to watch i've watched all of it so far so whether he's directing it or not i'm gonna watch it and i'm probably going to enjoy it yeah i'm a little annoyed i'm i'm behind i didn't see last week's which is the episode that they're talking about here so i wish i could comment on it but i cannot but i'm sure it's fantastic yeah i'm not i have not watched any of this season yet waiting for my significant other to catch up because she was a little behind as well so girl yeah i know i know it's okay what has she got a life or something it seems that way some kind of career she's trying to she's make trying. for herself. She's trying. God. Um, next up, comicbook.com. <laughs> Netflix loses upwards of $1.5 billion annually 
on password sharing. Uh, I'm sure they can dry their eyes on their big fat check of the other billions that they make from people yeah, who let's don't look share at the their other passwords. side of that cuz it's it's I also really don't like the wording of this. They are not losing that money. They're it's not that money is being taken away from them. It's money that they're potentially they could potentially be earning more. That doesn't mean that they've lost it. Right. Um according to this article, approximately 10% of their subscribers share their password in some way, shape, or form, whether it be with a family member or another household or so on and so forth. I think we've had this conversation before. If I am paying X amount of dollars for X amount of logins, doesn't matter who's using it, I'm paying for three logins. That's what my subscription pays for. That's how I look at it. Um, And just to assume because I'm sharing it with someone that they would be spending that money on it, yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, that's the other thing. I have a problem with that terminology. They're losing this much money. Like, chances, I think there's a pretty decent percentage of the people who are password sharing that would not spend the money anyway. So they ain't losing shit. No. <laughs> to uh, to borrow a phrase, <laughs> that's rich. Ha <laughs> <laughs> In is this the article, or is it? Is there another one later on about? Uh, nope. It's the next one. So, yeah, uh, let's actually jump to that as well because this is, this also ties in. Netflix subscription plan does has never included a free plan. Nope. It gives you a, a free trial, but then you have to sign up for some sort of pay service. Um, the next article that we're going to talk about, also from comic book, Dot com why peacock's free for everyone plan could be the future of streaming okay this was hulu ever free uh, i don't remember i feel like they had a free option at some point and it and it was heavy ad sourced like there was mm-hmm. it was yeah i feel like that was so when they're saying like this is i felt like it wasn't new this is not a new idea that they have. It's not a new idea, but Hulu doesn't do it anymore. And when Hulu did it, they didn't have the competition that they have now. Right. But now, the amount of competition that's out there, all of the streaming services should have this availability. And that when they... To get the product in front of the people. Yep. Get it out there. Don't put it, a paywall. It says up. in there somewhere, right, that like if you've got all of the streaming services services available, you could spend like 150 bucks a month. Yeah. Who has that kind of money to be spending on whatever well, that's, besides that's just poor Netflix that lost all their billions of dollars? That's just on password sharing. <laughs> that's just the services. That does not include the internet service in which you also have to pay for. Exactly. Nobody's buying all of these things. So at some point, somebody's going to have to figure out another way if they want to get some of the market share. So Peacock is, is doing a, a, a model in which they are offering a free ad-supported option. Where And listen, I don't love commercials, but do I want to have access to Parks and Rec? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I willing the... to put up with ads in order to do it? Probably. Yeah, probably. As long like, as they do them right, because I remember at some point in times they were real obtrusive. Like not. Like, oh yeah. 
There are certain that's shows can that can be really are... intrusive and they can be like repetitive um, and oh my god, the repetitive ads. That's what bugs me so much is when the ads are just like let's just show the same four commercials over and over and over again. Like no, two commercials. Mm-hmm. Let's just show those over again. Back to back. Yeah, it's there's a way to do it so that it, it doesn't piss everybody off and that you're still making the money that you need to make. And then on top of that, for people like me, I don't like commercials. I would pay for the higher tier service, like like I do for Netflix. I pay for it so I don't have commercials. That's what I was doing I, with Hulu. Pay for the, you know, the non... I don't think there is a non-commercial or there's a commercial version of Netflix. Yeah, but uh, we. All, I, I'm saying I pay for Netflix... Because of what Netflix puts out, I got gotcha. you. We all we we're all familiar in this circle with what I how I actually watch all of my entertainment. <laughs> it is not via Netflix, um, but I still pay for it because I'm supporting that channel, if you will, gotcha. that that service. Um, I did that for Hulu for a long time, and then I realized I don't watch anything on Hulu anymore. That. I, that I need to have Hulu for. So if there were options to, to make it free so that I can watch whatever I want to watch when I want to watch it, and granted I may have to watch a commercial or two when they're supposed to be there, that's that's just more sensible. That's how we're watching The Good Place right now. We deal with commercials. Hmm. So good luck. Everybody, I'm curious to see how this all susses out because I don't, I can't imagine all of these pay services lasting very, very long. Right. Like, that's the thing. Now every everybody has their own streaming service. That's not going to last. Yeah, but like cable lasts for how long? Cable's still around. Like, people are still spending 100 bucks a month on cable. Well, you... Cable is a lot of channels and kind of, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are paying for cable right now who remember when cable came out and was just like, oh, man, this is insane. This is such a different 400 thing. channels and nothing to watch. I don't know. I think it's I, I think uh, cable. I, mean, you know, I don't really think I know cable is just a completely different species than uh, the streaming services. And um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> Good. Good talk. All right, RadioTimes.com. Uh, Neil Gaiman confirms that work is already underway on Sandman Season 2 for Netflix. Wait. <laughs> Guess what hasn't come out yet? Wait a minute. Sandman Season 1. Okay. What? I, I we- like this. And I'll tell you why. It's because um, they're clearly like plotting out the beats of season one and realizing like that they're not going to try and fit more than they should into season one. And like, okay, well, what do we need to put off and get to after season one? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, you know, by by just ex- by nature of it, confirms there's more than season one, which is awesome. Well, Sandman is. That storyline is it's oh, it's massive. Heavy. It's humongous, and, and just the main title, the Sandman title alone, had seventy five issues, 
And there were a bunch of spinoffs and offshoots and whatnot that all fell within the same universe. So there is a plethora of storytelling to be told. And if you were to ask me, like, hey, what do you think the wrong way to make Sandman would be? I'd say, uh, try to fit it all in, you know, fewer episodes than you, you would... Uh, you would need to do it. And make it a movie trilogy. <laughs> An hour and a half ABC family movie. Go. I'm uh, Peter Chung directed <laughs> <the> anime. <laughs> so the, the season one has not been ha, has no release date yet. Um, it is coming through Netflix. It's set to be eleven episodes. So. Like you said, they're they're plotting it out properly, hopefully, not stretching shit out to say, well, okay, let's make let's milk this for as much as we possibly can. I mean, they've been trying to do Sandman for a long time. Well, I think if there's anything that Good Omens proved, it's that Neil Gaiman knows what he's doing as a showrunner. Yeah, um, you know, Amer- American Gods has had a degree of success from what I've come to understand as well. So. Yeah, I think planning for a season two of this show isn't exactly a risk. <laughs> no, it isn't. It isn't, especially now in 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 the the the, the combative times of all of these provi- services being provided. If Netflix can say, "Hey, look, we this is what we're plotting out. Sign up now. You'll have it. You'll be getting it." You know, right now we're talking about everything that is releasing currently. Like, this is what this has to offer now. Very few of them are saying, this is what we're going to have in the future. I mean, every news story in my feed for the last two weeks has been, here's what you can get from Disney Plus on day one. Mm-hmm. So, like, yes, that's the conversation. But Netflix is thinking ahead. Nice. Speaking of thinking ahead, uh, Tor.com Hellfire Club seems like Stranger Things Season 4 centers around a rival gang. Uh, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know um apparently there was a this is a twitter image um it is a, a script for stranger things season four is it it's, it's the first episode and it's called the hellfire club <sighs> so i i by the reading of this article i feel like they're they're you know unpacking a lot but sure okay there could be another group of kids out in that town or group of people that have seen all this crap that's been going on because it's not been contained really well and they're obviously x-men fans huge x-men fans so yeah that's what i like about this article like you could tell that the writer of this article is a huge x-men fan because yeah now i know more about the secret society known as the hellfire club than i do about what's actually happening in stranger things season four um, there's a article linked within the tour article to TV line from a couple of weeks ago that, um, talked about new characters joining season four, one of whom is an adult, but the other three are teenagers. So, and they're described as a metalhead entitled jock and, uh, basically a stoner, a quasi stoner. I like, I like the way they put that. I immediately thought like the Scooby gang for some reason. That's what popped into my head. But <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, that, that stranger things train is still a rolling. So yeah, not knowing anything about X-Men, I thought you guys might 
have more, you know, insight into this than I do about like what the Hellfire Club is and what that could mean in connection with Stranger Things because I just don't fucking know. It's just a group of assholes. Yeah, group of, <laughs> group of bad guys that got together to fight the X Men. Pretty much, who think, think they're better than everyone else? What's the collective noun for a group of assholes? Oh, it's Hellfire, a Hellfire of assholes. <laughs> yes. So I, I mean, when we get more information, we will definitely present it. But this is, this is a ways off. We're not gonna. I don't know what twenty twenty seven. That's when the next season of Stranger Things is set to come out. <laughs> you know, about about the time I retire. <laughs> But I liked it before I liked... or after the next season of Doctor Who. Oh my God! Okay, this isn't a news story wow. because there actually is no news. But Doctor Who has been tweeting out a, a like an image. It's like uh, it just says, "Watch this space." I'm like, haha! It's a show. It's set in space. It's it's a little pun. And then like the next week, it was said, "Watch this space," and it had a date on it. So eleven twenty three. So next week, there's gonna be something. In that space. And, yes. And <laughs> one presumes that it might be a trailer for new Christmas special coming out oh, this year. True. And that would be fucking amazing. But uh, that's pure speculation. There is actually no news. When Did there they... is news, trust me, I will be screaming yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm kind of it. surprised it was actually no Doctor Who news in this this week's news. <sighs> I have restraint for you guys sometimes. I appreciate it. Now, didn't last season, did they do a Christmas special or did they do a New Year's special? They did the New Year special uh, instead. All right. See? I pay attention. All right. HollywoodReporter.com. How do you say this woman's first name? Darcy. Okay. It's just spelt weird. D-R-C. Darcy Carden. To star with Abby Jacobson in in League of Their Own series at Amazon. So they are doing an Amazon series about the Women's Baseball League, which is... Great. The movie was fantastic, but they're not really doing the movie. They're doing their own take on it because the movie was was about the, the two sisters and their goings through the league. Um, I think this is a smart take on this, you know, this um, subject because uh, you can't do better than the movie did for oh, no. that specific story. No, no, you can't. Um, now... Okay, I don't know if I read it wrong, but it is still set, like it's set back then, correct? Uh-huh. All right, because they they were like modernized, I don't, like updating it, I guess is a better word, but I'm interested, I loved that movie, it's one of my favorites, you know, Tom Hanks, whew, he was... I mean, we could sit here for an hour and quote lines from the movie. There's no crying in baseball. That laugh that when he throws the, above the glove ass. at the kid's face. Yes. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> One of them. <sighs> he has a good laugh. There's a couple of Tom Hanks laughs that stick out like that, and and the Money Pit. Oh, oh, still to this day. But anywho, watch Amazon <laughs> for a league of summary. their own. I mean. The show will begin with the formation of the league in 1943, follows the Rockford Peaches season to season as they struggle to keep the team alive through close games, injuries, late night bar crawls, sexual awakenings, not crying, and road trips across a rapidly changing United States. (laughs) That is a tagline and a half. (laughs) I love that not crying is in there. (laughs) 
because <laughs> you know um i i'm i'm happy to see these people involved um darcy carton is amazing as janet mm-hmm. on the good place and uh abby jenkinson i'm not familiar with um broad city i mean i know what it is i just haven't seen it but uh i believe that's also she's also the same person who does the voice of bean on uh that's what i know that name yes oh okay okay cool good stuff so good uh bona fides there speaking of bona fides nice nice that's what she said uh superherohype.com kevin smith will host a crisis on infinite earths after show now there are very few things that have could have been said to to say for me hey evan get more interested in crisis on infinite earths this would be probably the top of the list uh no top of the list is ryan reynolds stars in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Son of a Naked bitch. You're right. Earth. This would be the second on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, the star in Crisis on Infinite Earths, playing every part there is, would be the top of the list. <laughs> so, a la the, the after Walking Dead, what is it? Talking Dead? They're yeah, going to I thought do... we got past the point in history where everything needed an after show, but apparently not. Well, I understand. Stand this because there's a month in between. <laughs> also, it's going to be there's going to be some stuff to uh, unpack. Yeah. And I, I don't think that I, I, I agree. I'm glad we are past the everything needs an after show thing. But some things some things can stand to have an after show, you know, like such there as? was uh, back when Walking Dead was super awesome. It was really cool to watch Talking Dead afterwards and just kind of. I'm not totally anti-after shows. I just, I'm like, you know, for a while there was a boom where it's like, okay, now everything's going to have an after show. And like, oh my God, Talking Dead's really successful and it costs $15 to make. (laughs) Let's get a Sons of Anarchy after show going on. Like, we don't, we don't need that. Like, I love Sons of Anarchy, but that show didn't need an after show. Mm -hmm. A bunch of bikers, people killed each other. The end. Honestly, they couldn't have picked a better host. Oh my god, right? Like, I, <laughs> like I, I mean, outside of my fandom, like, Kevin Smith is a huge comic book nerd. He is a huge... De- like, he's written for DC. He's, he's directed... Directed several episodes, several episodes of... Like, <laughs> my only concern about this after show is I'm I'm worried that his heart can't take it. Yeah, probably. That's possible. Uh, he's pretty healthy nowadays. I'm just worried that no one, nobody... We'll get a single word in, but him. <laughs> He's just gonna be sitting there like, ah, oh, and I can't believe this. And then this guy showed up. Remember they have the It's just gonna be nonstop. Like somebody's gonna need to gag him from time to time. And be like, yo, Kev, you gotta calm the hell down. You're gonna die. Unless it's just him. <laughs> he doesn't have any guests on. It's just him staring at camera, just talking. <laughs> which like is his possible. Facebook live videos. <laughs> that would cost even less for them to make. Um, he'd be happy to do it. <laughs> he would do it for free. So the, He was going to do it anyway. <laughs> the after shows will appear after the Supergirl and the Flash episodes, which are December 8th and 10th, which he is both directed. So he has a relationship with probably the cast of characters that will show up from then, from those episodes. I'm just all sorts of excited. Yes. Yeah. 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 Happened now. Don't make me wait a month. 
And yeah, I saw this. I saw this uh, headline. I was like, this is just a really that's a really good idea. That is a smart thing to do. Yeah. Every once in a while, CW knows what to do. I, outside of you know, I don't know if I explained this, but last season of The Arrow, it is shocking how many people have children. Yeah, you did mention that. Everybody, like, no, C- CW, don't don't do that. You could do one or two people, but now everybody has a kid. This is your storyline for the season. Okay, all right. Bad guys have kids. Good guys have kids. People from other worlds have kids. All right. So eighth, tenth, and then the next, then like a couple of weeks after that, will be the next two because it's a four episode, right? Four episode cross. No, five episode crossover. Jeezy crazy. It's gonna be huge, 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 huge. All right. CNET.com. Disney Plus launches. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Disney Plus Plus launch glitches out with service failures and login problems. So we briefly dis- discussed this before we started recording, I think. That, come on now. Everybody and their mother signed up, turned it on at the same time. Well, didn't we discuss this last week about all the different services and uh, the advantage that some were going to have over the others that they owned, uh, like telecom companies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so was Disney one of those nope. or not one of those? It was not one of those. See, now that's see if maybe if they owned a telecom company, they Fe- would know what the fuck they were doing. Very possible. But when you're like, you, it doesn't, <laughs> they set it up going like, all right, maybe we'll have X amount of logins at once. Prepare for that. And when that X turns into like X to the seventh power, there's no way to prepare for that. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like it reminds me a lot of uh, you know uh, internet uh, internet's internet services on game systems the day after Christmas or on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, I mean, four hundred billion people just got new Nintendo Switches, and every single one of them wants to log on right now to create their IDs and stuff. So yeah, this is this is going to be a problem. How did you not see this coming? And like, oh, we did see it coming. Uh, we just didn't see this many people buying new switches but disney plus on the other hand has been pre-selling this thing for months it sure has and like every other face ad in my facebook feed is like disney plus is coming better get yourself some disney plus they're giving it away free with verizon and like they should have stress test the hell out of this thing and they just kind of didn't apparently (laughs) which you know is uh is ridiculous but that's not the only issue that i've seen about disney plus which we'll get to probably i think it's the story after this or whatever but is it because the next one uh, oh it's the it's the twitter thing that i posted okay yeah Um, we'll talk about that um so yeah even the some of the the pre-orders in other countries like got pushed back a week like (laughs) poor form bad no Disney. Way to blow it! You, you had you had one job, one job. Well, they have a lot of jobs, really. Yeah, um, they do because they own all the content. But they could have just they they could have just you know spend a bit more effort. Uh, maybe cut back a little bit on that advertising budget because this was not the kind of thing they needed to add as yeah. hard as they did. They did not need to keep pumping ads out for this thing all over the place. Take a little bit more of that budget and put it towards uh you IT. know making sure yeah, <laughs> making sure everything runs ultra smooth since you know this is the first time 
anyone's ever had all of the Disney stuff available in one place or whatever. Yeah. Have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? Because you should do that. I actually wanted to skip ahead a couple um, because we're talking about Disney Plus. And seeing as um, Disney, you know, they're up and running and and with glitches and whatnot. But the... (laughs) The most trending thing, or one of the top trending things, was gargoyles. Oh, that's just wonderful. Yeah, I put that in the story in the feed specifically for you, dear. So this one comes to us from comicbook.com. Gargoyles is already trending after Disney launch. And this is like, yeah, duh. Come on now. And I just like, they put in a a tweet or two from, from other people and... Um, <clears throat> Fonda Lee, me. There's no way I'm getting another streaming service. Disney Plus. We have we have gargoyles. Me. And then I'm assuming if I click on that video, it's like make it so or something to that effect. But yeah, of course, gargoyles. We all remember that. I think this is the first time it's ever been streaming, right? Um, I believe it's the first time it's been streaming. Yeah, and the, and the the DVD releases are not the easiest things to get your hands on. No. And I'm curious as to the the quality of the content that they're putting out. Like, is it HD? Is it like... Well, therein lies the question um, that uh, the other thing that I posted uh, brings up is that there's some pretty serious issues with The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, all the old Simpsons episodes are presented in a forced widescreen. Uh, and they... It's... To the extent of actually, um, now, like it, it, it covers up. It, it costs jokes. Like it, oh, so it's you're removing. Sp- oh, I okay. I thought they were doing. You're saying they do the forced. Why? I thought they were actually taking and making, going the other direction where you're actually getting the information. Oh no, no, they're cropping the full because it was drawn in full screen yes you know it's not like it was it was drawn widescreen and then you know pan and scanned like it was drawn in full screen so they're cropping the top and the bottom to make it widescreen but not just not just that they're also um like distorting the image for some scenes Uh, if i continuing on that tweet that i took a picture of i I found someone on twitter that was that pointed this out and then also pointed out this image where bart was just like stretched unnaturally wide to make the scene into widescreen. So whatever they're, what they're, what they're posting is, uh, is, is kind of ugly and inaccurate. And I don't understand why, like the, it doesn't need to be in widescreen. It just doesn't. If we know when, when it came from, like the people that are watching this know when it's from. Yeah. If they're watching the old episodes and it's not like they're going to, it's not like anybody is going to be like, well, that's it. I'm canceling Disney plus, uh, Simpsons isn't, isn't in widescreen. So, heck with that like that's not what you're watching the simpsons for it's what anyone's watching the simpsons for it's but it's not just that um i i don't have 100 percent confirmation on this uh I, I haven't looked into it enough but apparently there is another new cut of star wars up on oh, there oh yes i saw that today what that they added uh to the uh the han greedo scene yet again and this was uh apparently like one last george lucas thing before he sold it was that now it still does the whole bullshit thing where uh, Greedo and Han shoot at the same time, 
and there's the weird digital head cock to the side that mm-hmm. Han Solo does, but they added a line for a Greedo. line for Greedo just saying some gobbledygook before he shoots. That's not subtitled, and it's, I guess it's just supposed to infer that Greedo is saying something that's egging Han on. Come on, just put it back. Put it. Ba- you broke it. It didn't need to be broken. Please just put it back the way you found it. For He's fuck's just sake. gonna have to die. He he just has to die. Unbelievable. I I that's the only thing I can think of. I don't understand. Like Disney bought it. Why have they not just released the original unaltered ones? It's got to be some sort of condition because that's money on the freaking table. That's not even theoretical money. That is like, well, here's how you get a bunch of money from Star Wars fans who are pissed off about your wonderful new Star Wars movies because, God forbid, women have anything to do with anything. (laughs) Just put the original unaltered trilogy and shut everyone up and give it to the freaking, what was it, the Chamber of... uh, what is it? The, the, the freaking U.S. government wanted a copy of the original movie, and Lucas refused to give it to him. Like, the, 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 okay. the Library of Congress or something? The Library of Congress was like, <laughs> the, we want this. I think he was going to say the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> yes, the Chamber of Secrets wants it. No, the Library of Congress wants the unaltered original movie for its historical value, and George Lucas is just like, nah, CG job of the hut. That's what you're going to get, because that's what I like. They're not asking for what you like. They're asking for a piece of fucking history you goon <laughs> you <laughs> douche nozzle <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you're absolutely uh, right so how much angry. money how much money they're just giving up by not really and also stop fixing that freaking scene there was nothing wrong with it to begin with this whole like oh han's a good guy he wouldn't shoot first like that's the, the story that pirate. you told that you told was him becoming a better person as he meets new people. Holy crap, why is this so hard to wrap your head around? Yeah, your feed today was all Pokemon. My feed today was all McClunky. <laughs> like, just a million McClunky jokes. I love a good Chris rant. It's one of my favorites. We were talking, uh, your wife and uh, your, your wifey-to-be and I were talking yesterday about the, the concept of possibly having a rage timer. <laughs> we might need to do that. Okay. All right. We'll start it. Stop it. Got it. A ding, if you will. Well, absolutely. You're absolutely 110% correct, Chris. That just them putting that out there alone will get all ah, 89% of the Star Wars fans on board. Hey, you know what? Put it exclusively on Disney+. Plus. That'll piss everybody off, but you damn well better believe that there is a considerable chunk of people who will pay that money with a, with a frown on their face, but pay it anyway. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Unbelievable. All right. IndieWire.com. Netflix won't speak truth to power, but HBO just, just did. Now... I didn't read this, but I suspect I know what it's about. Okay. I I, want to hear what you think it's about. Is it about the lawsuit thing? Yes. Part of it is, yes. I I watched that this morning, um, the whole uh, just absolute insanity of the lawsuit, and I loved that HBO, like, totally went to bat with John Oliver, just like, 
nah, we're 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 riding this through. Absolutely, we stand behind you putting the content out that you put out and have fun with it. Um, so that was that was, that was pretty cool. That was one half of this article. That is the uh, HBO just did. Now the other half, Netflix won't speak truth to power. Is what is the name of the show? The Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj. Okay, so they had to pull an episode. Yeah, I don't think it was in the U.S. I think it was in like Saudi Arabia. They had to pull it or something. Because it, uh, I'm trying to find it. The episode one of two released at the series launch in October was titled Saudi Arabia and featured the host. I don't even know what that word is, and I, I. I can't even read it. Excerating? I don't know what that's Excoriating? Excoriating? I can't. I, I'm, I don't know. The Saudi Arabian oh. government in the wake of the assassination of the Washington Post journalist Jamal. Kasagi. Okay. What? Kasagi? Kasagi? Okay. Oh, my screen just jumped, so I don't know where I was. But someone complained from the, the Saudi Arabian government... And Netflix pulled the episode because they were threatened with lawsuits. Why? Why? Yep. Bo- why bother making the show then? Nope. Uh, well, you know, I think clearly the issue is here is that HBO has premium content and they have premium subscriber money, and poor Netflix has lost its one point five billion dollars to password sharing. So they just oh. didn't have the money to fight this. You guys just makes all sorts of sense now. You poor Netflix. Uh, now let's talk about the other side of that, the HBO side, because first and foremost, good on them for defending John Oliver. Now, in in the moral sense of it, good on them. On the show entertainment side of it, because not only did they get the first episode where they got the the lawsuit came from, which people enjoyed because he still has a show, they got a whole nother chunk of an episode of the aftermath or what happened. So they got two episodes out of this, and my goodness, there was a it was a musical number. Yep. <sighs> Love a good musical number. You gotta. But it, the the only thing better than a good musical number is a fuck you musical number. <laughs> and I, wasn't that both? Was it something yes. to that effect? <laughs> I I feel that these 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 companies have a responsibility. If you're going to create this 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 area for political this, type content, yeah, you have to you have to support it. Mm-hmm. You have to defend it. And these are these are premium channels. These are these are things that we pay for. And Netflix just made itself like the channel of like we're not going to do this type of stuff. So they lost a whole like uh, area of the market. Like nobody, the content creators who want to make this kind of stuff aren't going to go to Netflix now. Which means if they have good content creators who are going to make something that people want to watch in this in this vein, then that's lost money for Netflix. And there you go. And it's it was simply put, all they had to do was just was not, not fuck up, not fuck it up. <laughs> That's it. And they did with everybody coming out. Like all you had to do is just just keep your head down and ride it out, and everything will be fine. And no, you just put this giant bullseye on your back. Not good, Netflix. Not good. God. All right. 
let's move on. This is the final one that I have, Variety.com. And I wanted to, I'm glad we're ending with this one because this one made me smile. Uh, TV ratings from Variety.com. Dancing with the Stars, boosted by Sean Spicer Exit. Yep. Yay. Yeah, I mean, when I think we spoke about when he was cast that we all said, please don't watch the show mm-hmm. it, what, if he's going to be on it because that's just fucking shitty. Yeah. And it sounds like some people stopped watching because he was on it. Yeah. A, a million people. And they people. came back like when he went away. Yeah. Roughly 25%. It was up roughly 25% from the previous week. So... It's not clear to me whether they tuned in to see him like leave or tuned in like afterwards because he left because he wasn't there anymore. But either way, uh, ABC, please learn from this and don't do that again. Yeah, that was yeah, a lot of bad form this episode. Like, not a good call on their part. Like, keep your entertainment and your, and your politics separate. Or just don't hire, or, like, yeah. criminals from a corrupt administration to be that's on your true. show. Yeah, that's also yeah, valid point. Valid point. So, uh, there you go. That's it. That's all the news that we have to discuss this week. Chris? Yes? Do you have a spiel for me? I sure do. You can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade, find us on Instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris, that's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you on the internet? At shoot underscore the underscore moon on Twitter. And Evan, where can people find you on the internet if they wanted to say magical things to you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, sir. Karen! Yes, It is hi. your turn this week. I almost forgot. Did you? I didn't. Okay. But I almost did. Not like that I forgot to pick, just that like for a second I was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to tell Zone you guys out. what we're going to watch. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, all the talk is about the hot new service, Disney+. Plus. Okay. So I want to talk about an Apple TV Plus show. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and only because I've only had the chance to watch the first episode, we're going to watch season one, episode one of Dickinson, titled uh, Because I Could Not Stop for Death. Because I Could Not Stop for Death. Dickinson, season one, episode one. There's your homework, people. Thank you so much for joining us this week. F- from everyone here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm Rorschach. <laughs> no. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.